You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Distraction. I am one of your hosts, Adam, and with me as always is Scott. Hey, Scott, happy Halloween! Is it Halloween? Uh, according to Walmart and all these other stores, it is because they got all the Halloween candy and shit out. So, happy fucking Halloween! Well, okay. I don't really feel in the Halloweeny mood yet, to be honest. What is what's going to happen with trick or treating because of COVID? Are you? Are you you gonna let the kids trick or treat? Is there even gonna be trick or treating? Like, what's going on with that? Dude, fuck if I know, man. I haven't heard anything yet. I feel uh, like last I heard, people were fighting about it. Like they were like, half the population wanted to have trick or treat as normal. The other half said no, it needed to be canceled. Like pretty much everything in our society nowadays, no one can agree, and everybody fights with each other. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I feel like maybe Halloween might be like the best time, might not be as bad of a time because, you know, everybody's wearing a mask. You gotta wear a mask, you know? There's gonna be a lot of ninjas. Yeah, I I wanna be, if I dress up, I wanna be like in a, like a giant hazmat, like the Simpsons hazmat suit. Like, yeah. Or, or, or you can go outbreak. Like, you can, that'd be perfect. That'd you can perfect. go as Homer Simpson. Just tape a glow stick to your back and everything like that, like <laughs> like in the beginning of the show, and just yeah, run around like that. Why was Homer in that in the opening scene in the opening sequence to The Simpsons? Was Homer really qualified to handle plutonium like that, like he always is in the opening of everything? Because all he does is push a button. And he's not very good at that. Oh, I mean that's the that's like a recurring gag with The Simpsons, like. Homer is the most incompetent employee in the history of incompetent employees. But his but that's job... Like, that's the funny part of it. But his job, you've never actually seen him wear a hazmat suit or handle plutonium in his job, and yet in the opening sequence, it, since for 31 years, it's seen him fuck up with plutonium. Or whatever, <laughs> so... Get on it, Matt Groening. Well, yeah. I'm trying to fix that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Halloween, Halloween's coming up, coming up quick. Uh, you coming to the Halloween party with me this year? I got that. I did get that invite, and I did not respond, because I didn't know, I didn't know if it was a good idea or what, because I work in a, at a university, and students don't like to be very safe, because all students think they know the better. So we've already had a few COVID scares at the university and with everybody all around. I wasn't sure if I was going to even risk it for a Trisket, as they say. 
It's it's your call, man. I I want you to come. We're Kristen and I are gonna go for sure. Oh yeah. We're trying to get we're trying to get you to come. We're trying to get Deloney to come. If the four of us all go, then then I say we do a group costume, and uh, that would be great. That but sounds fun. But if you flake out and Mike flakes out and it's just Kristen and I, then we'll have to figure something else out. But you should come. You should come. It's a lot of fun. Oh, you went last year. You I know. did go last year. Ever since I shaved my head, I've always wanted to go as like Doctor Evil. But the problem is because I'm I'm overweight, you know, so I can probably fill out that suit and I've got a bald head. The problem is um, I don't want to shave my beard. That's the problem. Yeah, you could be a good Doctor Evil or an Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester, great bald people. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't sh- have a he didn't have a beard. I know beard, shaving so. your head gives you so many costume opportunities that you never had before then you haired people who have to wear bald caps leave the bald uh costume to us you've got a plenty of other options we're hair washing the bald community yeah exactly <laughs> so hey if you guys uh have any good costume ideas for adam and i shoot us an email at uh for your distraction at gmail.com or find us on social media facebook twitter let us know. We're I'm open. I'm open for some ideas. I have a couple ideas for if the four of us do it together. Like what? But I don't I don't want to spill it yet Aww. on the air. Don't send oh, me wanna... Don't send me Fat Thor. I did that last year. So It was it was awesome too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. So Scott, have you been watching anything? Get me up to date. You know me. I'm a busy busy boy. I'm busy doing stuff. Has there anything new or fun you've been watching? Okay, yeah, I, there's a movie that I watched this week that I would like to discuss, and there's a television series that I watched. Uh, I'll talk about the TV show first. Okay. It just, it just dropped this week on Netflix, and I started watching it, and I loved it, and I binged the whole thing in, like, a day. It was awesome. And I'm talking about the show Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. I'm sorry, come again? It's called Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Are you familiar? He doesn't sound like you are. No, I'm not. I've never even heard of it. It is an animated series. It takes place in the Jurassic Park universe. Um, I thought it was geared toward children. And I watched it with my children my two young girls six-year-old and four-year-old now my kids are pretty tough i was talking on i was on the show how we we watched the entire pirates of the caribbean saga together we watched all the harry potter movies together and we watched all of the jurassic park movies together they loved the jurassic park movies. so when this cartoon was dropping i'm like oh this is perfect they'll love this so we watched it together let me just tell you, I was unprepared for this. It was not a kid's cartoon. No. No. So I'll set the scene for you. So do you remember Jurassic Park 4, it would have been, which was Jurassic World? Yes. I'm a big fan of that movie. You we liked t- that movie, we, too. We talked it. about it in episode one, I believe. It was episode one or two. Epi- we, we talked about that. Jurassic World. Wow, that's how long ago we've been doing this show. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, at any rate, the 
the Jurassic Park, which is now name changed, grand opening, grand closing, you know. They changed the name to Jurassic World. They opened it up. You know, Chris Pratt did his thing. We saw, we saw, we love the movie. Well, this show takes place, it coincides with the with that movie. It is a group of teenagers who go to, it, it's almost like a Boy Scout camp or a Girl Scout camp that is like in Jurassic World. And they're like, kind of like doing survival things. Is this before or after like, the events of Jurassic World? It, it directly coincides with the with Oh, the it events. does? Yes, that's my point. So they got chosen to be in this camp and they go to the camp and there's so many there's so many little Easter eggs for the movie there. I just I loved it so much. Um, but yeah, so like when the Anonymous Rex escapes, which we saw how that happened in the movie. Yeah. He like actually like attacks where these kids are staying. They're staying in this really fucking awesome like treehouse villa type thing. And he just fucking like destroys it. And these kids legitimately have to like run for their fucking lives. Um, and they show like other Jurassic Park workers there just getting fucking mauled by dinosaurs. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! I'm like, like you see, like you see, show. you see deaths and like people getting eaten and stuff. I mean, it's 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 animated, and sometimes they'll cut away real quick, so you're not seeing as much like blood and gore as you would in the movie. But you see like a dude but, get like swallowed, a, like like a dude. He you goes see up... dudes get swallowed. <laughs> Like chewed and swallowed. Yeah. That's he horrifying. Was eaten! He was eaten! He was swallowed whole. No, he was chewed and swallowed. <laughs> Sorry, uh uh no, but uh it was so cool, man. And the whole movie and I just, spoilers, lo- I just like, looked think- I just looked it up. It's rated T V P G, by the way. Yeah, PG. PG. Bullshit. <laughs> A big old Steve. That is one big pile of shit in the words of Dr. Ian <laughs> <laughs> No, I loved it. I could not get a fucking enough of it. My girls loved it too. Uh, there were some things that were a little bit uh, corny and quirky, like like these teenage kids and a dinosaur is coming for them and they like, get snapped at and they like dive out of the way and I'm like, in real life, no, you would be fucking. Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's – there was some unrealistic parts to it. But like – one of the kids, spoilers, like a kid dies. You're like, what? What? Like it's it's bonkers, dude. It's bonkers. And they show like, oh, they show different scenes. Like remember the part where Simon Maserati crashes his helicopter into the aviary and the birds get out? Yeah. Well, the kids happen to be near that. They're like standing in the woods watching what's happening, and that happened. They like saw it. So like scenes from Jurassic World movie are put in. To this, to this movie, to this TV show, I mean, dude, it was pretty rad, man. I I, li- I liked it a lot. That sounds cool. Yeah, it was good. And Steven Spielberg was the guy. He uh, produced it. John Williams' music is in it. Like it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good for an, a cartoon. It sounds like. It. I mean, Netflix has been doing some pretty highbrow animated stuff too. I told you about Transformers. That's that's a good mm-hmm. one too. I didn't even hear about this Jurassic World series though. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know I always say, oh, you got to put this on your list to watch. This might be something to check out down the road. I there's other things I would want you to watch before this. I probably will never. I'll was, probably never watch it because I don't have as 
big of a hard on. I love Jurassic Park, but you have a way more harder on for it than I do. My like hard... a rock, yeah. rock hard boner, rock stiff boner for these movies. Yes, I will watch no, the. Don't... I watch the movies, but like any any like extra like universe stuff like ooh you want to check out a camp with kids and stuff like that i'll probably be like yeah i'm good i watched the movie Hen- henry Wu is in it <clears throat> really dr Wu. oh yeah that fucker that son that of a bitch fucking, that fucking guy he's he the... looks like a nice guy in jurassic i know world. i know jurassic he... world oh he's a villain now yeah he's a super villain that's what he is he's a super villain he's creating genetically engineered yeah. beasts so yeah so that's uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous that uh, that I've been watching, and, and there's there's a movie, and it's also on Netflix. And I thought about not bringing this up and saving this for a course of cinema for you, but I don't want to do that because it wasn't a very good movie. I didn't really like it that much, so I don't want to I don't want to waste a pick a course of on this. This is a movie I never, ever in a million years would have watched on my own if it wasn't for all the controversy. Oh, I don't even know boy. if you've heard about it. I watched the movie Cuties on Netflix. Are you familiar with the movie Cuties? Nope. So it is a foreign language film. I believe it's in French. I, I actually I had the English dubbing on. I had to stop it and put the subtitles on really? because the dubbing it was wor- it was worse than watching a Godzilla movie. Really, it was it was so bad. Yeah, so I watched it on uh, with the subtitles. Uh, the problem with that is there's actually two languages being spoken. This is why the English dubbing would have been bad. So that the story revolves around this young girl. And she's from Senegal. Which is a country in Africa, Adam. I know you're not geography's not your strong suit, but her family, a very conservative, old-fashioned family, they moved from Senegal to Paris, France, and she enrolls in school there. And you know, typical new girl, new culture. She gets bullied and all this stuff. Uh, well, what happens in the movie is she befriends this group of young girls. Mind you, they're like 11, 12 years old. And uh, they're a group of dancers. They do like, they have like a dance crew. But they're real young. And they do dance competitions and things of that nature. So this girl joins them and she like learns how to dance. And um, so the controversy that surrounds this movie is that they're hypersexualizing children. Hmm. And and as you know, with we've talked about it before, the all the QAnon conspiracies and the the Jeffrey Epstein shit and yeah. like child trafficking and pedophilia, it's all the fucking rage right now. Jesus like everybody's. Christ. It is. I mean, it's so that. Hashtag save the kids. Like it is. And I don't want to take anything away from that because it is a problem. It is a serious problem. Yeah. But it's it's when you have these right wing conspiracy groups that like, like almost make a mockery out of something that needs to be addressed. It's like it's I said. La- it's like I said last week. Like we got real problems. We have real kids being right. taken. We don't need rumors of a pizza house that has a basement full of kids. Like we've got real kids yes. being snatched up. So. 
And that's kind of how I feel about this movie. I mean, there were there, the movie's about that. The movie's about this girl who comes from a different culture, and she sees like how people are sexualized in magazines at at supermarkets and billboards when you're along the street. I mean, but that's like that's the culture we live in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's the way it is. Like like it's been that way for some time. And that's how like she starts changing. She starts, and it gets a little cringy at points. Uh, she steals an iPhone off of her cousin, and she starts using this iPhone to make like YouTube videos of her like dancing. And she starts getting all these hits and all these views, and you know how the algorithm goes. What's the word? You get monet- monetized. Monetization. Mon- mon- that's the one. Yeah, right there. Monetization. They, uh, she yeah. starts make. She starts making money off this shit. So she starts making him like more sensual and shit. And it, like I said, I didn't love the movie, but she starts doing like starts. That's like that's TikTok. That's basically TikTok is what it is. TikTok, yeah, no, the TikTok, exactly, yeah, TikTok is also involved in this. She does all. She does all of them. TikTok, um, TikTok has a lot of really funny and great things on it, like people doing funny stuff. But every now and then, the algorithm lets some weird things slip through. Like I've seen, I've seen a, f- I've, I've skipped past a few videos of younger girls doing weird, taking like Beyonce songs about like sexualizing things and like trying to do weird dances. I'm like, uh, skip, skip, skip. Can I get to the funny comedian, please? Yeah, that's TikTok. It's weird. TikTok. Did you hear that one? You cut out. What was that? Oh, it's my fault. Uh, Trump is banning TikTok. In the United States. I'm going to be honest with you. you. You've never been on TikTok before. As much as I... Yes, did, I have. Uh, I, I thought you said you couldn't download it. I downloaded TikTok. I was on it for a grand total of three days. And then I had to delete it because it just took up so much room on my phone. I couldn't do anything anymore. Yeah. I, I'm As much as I uh, disagree with a lot of what he does and as much as I am all about like freedom of expression... I. TikTok is one of those ones where, like, maybe we don't need. We might not need that in, our, in this country. I'm going to be honest with you. Plus, it's basically selling all the... TikTok steals all your data and sends it to the Chinese. It, Just like every other platform out there. Oh, well. <coughs> every, other platform, every other platform steals your uh, data, but this one sends it to the Chinese. So, Ooga okay. Booga. Ooga Booga. Ooga Booga. Ooga Booga, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I... I have no dog in the fight. Ban TikTok all you want. I don't really all care. All I know is there's going to be a lot of Gen Zs and Zoomers who are going to be really fucking pissed. There's a lot of people that make their living the same way that girl in the movie you were describing makes her living uh, making yeah. money off that yeah. kind of shit. It's yeah, I know. weird. But at any rate, back to the movie. I, I, I didn't like the movie. I didn't think it was that good. But I didn't get all fucking pissed off like I, like a lot of people are. People are like, hashtag cancel Netflix because of this fucking film. People are like quitting their subscriptions and getting so mad and boycotting and sending nasty emails. I'm just like, relax. Adam, we've talked about this numerous times on the show. How you and I know each other, we work together at our local community skating rink. I want you to, to reach back in the memory banks. Think back 10, 12 years ago when we were both working there and the skating rink was at its height of popularity. 
Imagine a Saturday night, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, Saturday night teen session, 12-year-old girls coming in. Imagine how they dressed and how they acted. Not just, yeah, I was going to say, not just how they dressed, but Saturday nights trying to go dance on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so inappropriate. But it's always been happening. Yeah. This is nothing new. Yeah. Like, yeah, back then I was <laughs> appalled by it, but oh well, that's that's what it was. All the people that are appalled by it forget that they used to do the same shit, but most of them used to do the same shit when they were young. Like, most of them used to do... And you know what? I get it. You know, you grow up, you evolve, you learn new things, and you understand new things, but you know what? You don't teach these things to your, the younger generation by simply taking it away or canceling it and stuff like that you just turn into a taboo thing and then it's something that you know people they want so they're gonna find it any way they can you're right you're 100 percent right like okay so the movie shows some pretty like i said cringeworthy things on there so if your kid watches it like fucking raise your kid right tell them hey that's not what you're supposed to do this is a freaking movie those are actors they're not really doing that. This isn't something you should emulate. I mean, it, it goes back, and I know this, this, this is one of your pet peeves. This is something that grinds your gears. Whenever there's, like, a school shooting, what are the politicians first to go after? Fucking violent video games and, and mu music that uses potty language. Yeah. That's the first thing they go after. Because they blame the video games and the music for people shooting up a school. Like, no, fucking raise your kids not to be a psychopath. And, oh, gun control would also be something important. I mean, you can... You, I don't think you could, with this particular thing, you could use the argument by saying, that's just, you know, those are just actors, that's movie, that's not real, because, unfortunately, that is real. That's really what it... That, what you described is really what can happen, what is... what does happen. So you can't... Unfortunately, you're right. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. But you, but you can... Sh if your kids are seeing that, you can show, tell them, like, okay, you have to understand... Like, what's going on with this person? What's going on here? What's going on with the situation? Um, I don't... It Like, we were talking about those all those, like, young girls that, like, make money off TikTok by doing, like, those weird dances and all that other stuff. Uh, the one girl, I don't remember her name, she, she was on Jimmy Fallon one time. Probably a couple times. Uh, mm -hmm. Doing all those, like, meme dances and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you are good at it and you are self-aware of who you are and you're not self-conscious, you can handle the internet judging you, then do you, I guess. Like, do you. I'm not going to fault you for that, but I think you could teach your kids, like, understand, here's what's going on, here's the reaction she's, this person is getting, so, like, you got to understand what's the entire situation. You know, you, yeah, te I, you teach it to your kids. You don't make it a taboo, like I said. You teach it to them. I teach my kids that now. I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old. They, they're... I tell them now, even if it's something silly, I just say, hey, make good choices. So when they're 16 years old, they're taking the car out to go to a party, I can trust them and say, hey, make good choices. That's that's how you raise your kids right. You, you should have seen the fucking shit my dad, we would go to the local video store and rent the worst B-movie horror action thriller murderous violent piece of shit garbage movie ever oh yeah and i watched those things at a young age it didn't make me want to go out and fucking kill people it didn't make me want to take my cock out and show everybody 
No, I, I knew. Hey, that, that's a movie. That's a movie. That's, yeah, it is. That's not real life. Yeah, it is. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, you're right. Unfortunately, the stuff that the movie Cuties goes talks about, this, this example of Cuties, they were actors. This wasn't real. But you're right. This is real for many other people out there. Like I said, we saw at the skating rink. This shit is real. But you just you need to teach your kids the right way. Yeah. There's no need for everybody to be all up in fucking arms about this movie. No, absolutely not. It was not. blown out of proportion. I agree with you 100%. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. People, it's, 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 it's the cancel culture all over again. People don't want to teach their kids properly. They want to be able to safely sit them down in front of the internet and not have to deal with their kids. That's what it is. You know, they want the internet to be responsible, not them. So that's the the TV show and movie I watched. But there's something else I wanted to discuss real quick. Uh, one of your favorite uh, podcasters, I think we might have talked about this on the show before, <coughs> or maybe you and I just discussed it off air, I don't know. But it's come back up again. Um you're a big fan of Joe Rogan, am I right? I enjoy Joe Rogan, yes. I do I do like his podcast. Yes. I recognize the criticism of Joe Rogan, but I still enjoy it. I think it's a fun listen. And he it's safe to say he has a relatively popular podcast. He is one of, if not the biggest podcaster out there right now. He's he's a little more popular than for your distraction. I would say, yes. You know, we're a few okay, rungs okay, underneath okay. him, so we're level two. He's like a three or a four. But yeah, he's okay. up there. He's up to like maybe level five. I don't know. He, I, I digress. I yeah. digress. So I, I used to like him. I never liked him as much as you did. But uh, his his podcast is kind of kind of like ours. Like we talk about everything. <coughs> I mean, we started as an entertainment pop culture show, and we kind of morphed into talking about everything. His show, he talks about anything. Right? Yeah, I mean the, di- right? the yeah the big difference between him and us is his is more of an interview thing. He always has like a guest on, right. different every time, and they always talk about mm-hmm. if it's somebody he is on a regular basis, they talk about whatever they want. If it's somebody who is not on there all the time or is never on there, he talks about what their focus is, like philosophy or biology or whatever nonsense. So leads me to my criticism. I feel he's not genuine. I feel he plays to his audience who listened to that show completely based off of who his guest was. For example, uh, back when the Democratic primary was, was going on, there were three shows I listened to. And you, you were the one that said, hey, listen to the show. I listened to the show when Bernie Sanders was on his guest. And you know me, I was a big Bernie guy just yeah. like him. And I really I really liked that show. I listened to the one where he had Tulsi Gabbard on. Again, I, I liked that show also. And I listened to part of the one where he had uh, Pete Buttigieg on. Yeah. Again, I enjoyed it. I did. I liked it. Um, and back then, Joe Rogan came out. He was a big Bernie bro. He's, he admitted it. Yeah, he was a Bernie Sa- he was a Bernie Sanders supporter through and through, he's and he still, said on his show, he still that? he still talks about to this day how he preferred Bernie. Yes, he says that he, he he didn't like Trump and he didn't like Biden and he was a Bernie guy all the way. Um, 
he's had some like crazy right wing guys on and he acts completely different he did when he had Bernie the, the left wing guy on and I'm like this this guy's like a, a, a wet noodle he's not he's not holding true to how he feels he, I don't it's I, almost like he's playing he's playing for ratings <laughs> I feel like I completely disagree with you and here's here's why the difference I think the biggest difference between and I think it has to do with his personality versus your personality his personality is he can find a way to talk to anybody you know he can find a common ground with just about with almost anybody there have been t- there have been times where he's been argumentative and disagreeing with the guests but those are those are few and far between typically he's the kind of man who has so many different interests that he can find a common ground with it, almost anybody he has a guest on he can he he doesn't believe in this he is a, he's talked about it before he's the kind of person who feels like debates are important but fighting and yelling at somebody is not so he he is a when it comes to like his political leanings i i from listening to him i imagine it's he is very left-leaning when it comes to social issues and things like that. But when it comes to like fiscal stuff, he's very right-leaning. He was a Bernie bro for the longest time, but he's also a big gun nut. He loves talking to soldiers and Marines, and he loves going hunting and stuff like that. <clears throat> I I think when you say he's a wet noodle, you mm-hmm. are the kind of person who cannot see yourself ever talking to anybody who is like on the opposite spectrum of you. Like who has like opposite beliefs in you? You are somebody. You've admitted it on this podcast that you're not somebody who can. We talked about before that we need in this world like a news, uh, a news station that gives you purely the news, facts straight, and offers no opinion. And you said it. And you said it yourself. It's like, well, that news station, like that's be a great podcast. But we can never do that podcast because there's no way I could just not ever share my opinion. There's no way I could not. And you are the kind of person, and I love you, Scott, but you're the kind of person who, when you talk to somebody who is the opposite side of you, it typically always ends up being a fight, an argument, like not even a debate, like you can't believe that they think the way that they think, so you have to fight. And you've, and you've said it before, you, when it comes to your opinion, you're right. That's how you feel, that you are right. And Joe is not the kind of person who feels that he's right. Joe's a person that kind of feels that he has an opinion that he likes, but he recognizes other people also have other opinions. And so he tries to... I have to... no... Res- I have, I have <coughs> zero respect for that. I have negative respect for that. For what? You need to hold true to your principles. It doesn't mean he's and not holding me- true to his and- principles. He's not... It's not like he's talking to like Listen, a left winger it's not he's saying he's he, he doesn't he doesn't talk to like a left wing i'm sorry but he doesn't talk to a left winger and says he's a bernie bro and then talks to a hardcore right winger and says fuck bernie sanders he doesn't do that it's not like he does it he he, he might he might not he might not bring up bernie sanders he might he might he might choose to not bring up bernie sanders because he knows it might start like a political argument but that doesn't mean that he's being a wet noodle about his beliefs he's just talking about things that he knows his interest to the other person it doesn't make sense to me when he has somebody when he when he claims to be a Bernie Sanders supporter who is a socialist who's very left wing, and then he has somebody like Ben Shapiro on his show who is, for all intents and purposes, a fascist. There is zero overlap 
There is there is no overlap in the Venn diagram between Bernie Sanders and Ben, ben Shapiro. But he's dis- he's yeah, he's he can disag- have this guy. On- and, but agrees with him. But he he agrees with him about he agrees with him about some things. But there's a I've I heard I've listened to him with Ben Shapiro and I've listened to the episode and there's many times where he's like Ben Shapiro would be talking about like black neighborhoods and how you know you know the this the bars you know there are different levels of the bar but you know everybody has an opportunity to get out of there and you know instead of turning to a life of crime they got to get out of there and joe will look and be like except and he will make the argument against that saying well that's not the situation they're dealing with and he will argue against it i've i listened to the episode where he so he can he can like that's what i'm saying it's a difference between you and him you would argue and say he's a fucking idiot he looks at him he says well Okay, that's your opinion, but here's what really is happening, and he will tell them like, here's what like they can not everybody can do that, like Ben, not everybody can sit and do that. That's a difference. Joe, if somebody comes on his show and says the sky is red, he he'll say, okay, let's talk about your your theory about the sky is red. That's pretty, you know, that's that's great. Like the sky, could the sky really be red? Uh, help me understand how the sky is red. Like no, the sky is not fucking red. It will. It's not red. It's blue. Like don't even give these people an avenue because it's nonsense. It's lies. It's nonsense to you. It's not. Culture. But it's nonsense to you. Adam, He's. Was, but it's like I just. It's like it's like I just said. He, yeah, he has he has people like Ben Shapiro on there. But if he wholeheartedly disagrees with this person, he doesn't pretend to agree with them. He absolutely will say, "Well, no, I I don't think that's the way it is. I think that it's a little more complicated than you're making it, or you think of this, or I think that." It's it's the it's the idea of you can debate somebody without looking at them and say, "Well, you're a fucking idiot." We don't. We need more people. That come at come at the come at these people in conversation and less people at this point. You've been on the internet. We need less people that look at these people and say you're a fucking idiot, you piece of shit. When people deny facts and science, like you can have, everybody's entitled to your opinion. Everybody is. But he, when he you doesn't deny have, he... facts and you deny <clears throat> science wholeheartedly, then no. You shouldn't give that person the time of day. What facts and science? What facts and science has he been on there where he said, "Oh yeah, they're denying it." Well, then de- denying these facts and science, and okay. Okay, that leads me to my next point. That leads me to my next point. So he was he was this Bernie guy. He was he was true. He was admitting he was a Bernie guy, but now that the election is Trump v. Biden, he came out. You probably heard this, where he wants to do a four to five hour debate with just with heat with joe rogan being the moderator only trump and only biden nobody else four to five hours long first of all trump and biden are both of them are damn near 80 they neither one of them are gonna last very long both of them sound like idiots when they talk so that's gonna be that's gonna be a painful thing but my point is, if he was such a Bernie guy, how – oh, the next part was Trump came out right away. Trump came out right away and said he would do it. He would absolutely do it. And this makes Biden look bad. To me, he hasn't come out and said this. But to me, I feel like Rogan's leaning more toward Trump than he is Every Biden. How? How, how is, is it leaning? How, how, how could – can you explain how, how can you explain you that Donald Trump how no let me finish how could you support anything of Donald Trump when you claim to be a Bernie guy 
There's how? no way. Explain there, to me. Again, explain no to me. Explain there. to me how he's supporting Donald Trump in this. Maybe, maybe I missed what you said, but explain to me how he's supporting Donald Trump. How? What? Like what? What? What's, where's the support? He, he, he hasn't come right because he's a smart guy. He knows how to play the game. He doesn't want to turn half a population off this podcast. So he doesn't come right out and say this about Biden or this about Trump. He says so, Trump's a terrible president I, I, all the time. He says he's a terrible president all the time. All the time. I, but I'm getting... Then, if, then, then fucking act like it. Then fucking but, call but, his shit out. But, when, it, when his surrogates and his subordinates come on your show, don't just, like, put their cock in your mouth. Like, call them out. Say your boss or the guy that you support is a terrible president. Why won't he do that, Adam? Because he why doesn't have he to do, do that? that every fucking episode. That's why. He doesn't have to do that every single time. He, he has discussions and debates with these people and stuff like that and some and you know what sometimes they're think guess what it's it's possible to talk to somebody like ben shapiro or like some of these guys and find something that you agree upon it is possible even if it's like we both like the boys it's a great show it is possible to find and that's what it's about it's about discussion it's not about a fight except he likes the fascists that are in the show he has he like has that. plenty of scientists and liberals and philosophers on there too it's not like he doesn't have those people on there too he covers all bases if if he, if he only had those people on there that'd be different but he has tons and tons of people he is in support he's he supports for example he supports uh i don't know if he supports black lives matter itself but he supports the protests and he supports like the people protesting, like, when all these uh, shit's been happening lately. But at the same time, he says defunding the police is a dumb idea. He has both opinions, which I tend to agree with him. I tend to I tend to agree that if you defund the police the way that some people are saying defund the police, as in, like, completely cut the funding altogether, then that's a stupid idea. It needs total reform. That's, no one says that. There no are there are that. absolutely fucking... Not, I have listened not, no. to people... It's it, not, They are... That's not what, they are not the people who are important. Adam. They are the minor. Not who's can I ask? Can, can I ask you a quick question? Who the fuck is important in the Black Lives Movement? Because as far as I as far as I can tell, it is an important movement, but it is a leaderless movement. People who are on the internet shouting shouting into a blank room, they're not going to get anything done. They're not going to. I want to defund the police. Yes, I want to defund the police the same way. That we've defunded public education. We defunded public education decades ago. Does that mean all the public schools shut down? No. It just means people have to have fucking bake sales when they want to have nice things in their school. We shouldn't be able to buy police departments motherfucking tanks to use on their own citizenship. That's what defunding the police does. They don't have the money to do that kind of bullshit. If you defund the police, it doesn't mean the police are going to go away. No, that's nonsense. And anybody who says otherwise doesn't know their ass from a hole in the ground. What I, what I said was there is a minority of people. I didn't say they're a majority, but there is a minority of people that want to completely cut the police force, is what I said. There is, it, people that think the earth is flat. Okay, okay. But, but, but that's my point. But you can't judge what we do based on these crankpots on the internet. But there are plenty of people that have said that. There are tons of people. There are people who are. There are people who tend to 
quote-unquote speak for the movement because they're at a protest rally and they're holding up a Black Lives Matter sign who say things like, we need to get rid of the police. Fuck the police. Get rid of the police out of my city. We don't want any more police at all. Cancel the police. Defund the police. But my point is there's no – it's it's a leaderless movement. There's no leader like a Martin Luther King type character who's coming out and speaking for the movement. Yeah, because they'd fucking kill him if there was, just like they did Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, but there's no leader There's no leader of the movement. So that I think I'm, I'm of the opinion that the movement needs a leader. There needs to be somebody who takes charge of the movement, who can organize everything and organize what they're saying and what they want. So we, so when we get into debates with people about it, we can point to this person and be like, if you want to know what the movement is all about, listen to what this person said. They are in charge of the movement. Right now, there is none of that. <clears throat> there is none of that right now. I mean, stop killing unarmed black kids. That doesn't answer. That has absolutely I mean, zero. That's, that's that has zero context easy. for what I was talking about, though. That's zero context for what I was talking about. I was talking about a movement that I needs a leader. That's pro- no, no, no. I think that's pretty standard uniform across the movement for Black Lives Matter. It's like... The problem, uh, but police my, should, but police he, should stop murdering people. But, it's, but, like, but like Islam, where the Taliban basically stole the religion in order to... Um, perform travesties against people. The Black Lives Matter movement. There's par- aspects of it that are be ta- being taken for excuses of looting. The looters are not the pro- a lot of the protesters, and there are some persons that get involved, but those are the minority. But the problem is, there's a lot of people who are looting who are doing it under the guise of Black Lives Matter. And the, right now, the movement needs a leader that comes out and openly says, "I am the le- we are the leader of this movement." If, maybe not even one person, but like a group of people saying, "We are the leaders of the movement." We absolutely 100% say the people that are looting these cities they are not part of this movement and right now there's none of that <coughs> that i've heard politicians come out and say that i've heard iliad omar say that it doesn't matter what they say ocasio cortez say that but it doesn't matter what they but it doesn't matter what they said because they're not leading the movement take charge of the movement it <laughs> doesn't matter well, it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter because it is they're not leading the movement the movement needs a leader unfortunately we live in a world where organizations and things like that have to have some kind of leader whether it's one leader or a council of leadership that way they they can speak for what's going on because stupid people are going to look at this and they're going to say dumb people <laughs> dumb people are going to look at this and they're going to say see what's going on with the black lives matter here's your here's your black lives matter movement, this that and the other thing and we can point to these people and say you want to know what's going on with black lives matter look at what these guys are saying what they're trying to do that's what this they're doing this is the problem no this is the problem we <laughs> called it an organization black lives matter is not an organization just like antifa isn't an organization they're not organizations if they were an organization they would have a leader they are a movement a movement is an intangible thing but re- should require a leader most movements no, have no. most Everyone movements have do this. most movements have higher up people that are higher up in the in said organization i understand it's not an organization but what i'm saying is most people most movements do have uh, people who are leading the movement leaders to have leaders you don't need to you need to have young people you need to have numbers and you do need to have a clear message the message isn't very isn't entirely clear the message says one thing and then the other time it says let's break windows and uh set shit on fire so the message is not 100 percent clear says two white guys sitting on their their devices we can have a fucking i understand that but we can have an opinion about it we can absolutely have an opinion about it 100 percent there's no reason why we can't have an opinion about this. 
whether it's right or not is up to, is up to history. And that's and that's my opinion. Well, we, we better we better figure out if it's right before history decides. And for and, it. and that's we my better fucking figure out quick. And, and you know what? That's my opinion. The the organ the movement needs some leadership. The movement needs some. You almost said, see, you don't know the difference between a movement and an organization. You almost did it again. Like an organization, I would agree with you. They do need a leadership. They need somebody to command. But a movement does not. A movement does not. The a civil the civil rights movement had a leader in Martin Luther King Jr. It was a movement and it had a leader. And that made it go so much smoother. You think he was the only leader? No, but he was the big one. And right now it, right now he was and, the most famous. And right now and you say do you think he was the only one? No, I think there are multiple ones, but right now we don't have any leaders in this particular movement. There are leaders in the, certain communities. There's no big Martin Luther King Jr. leader. That's what the, right that's my point. But that's there, what this movement but there needs. There are leaders among their communities. I've watched a documentary on it. Uh, the New York leadership, the the LA leadership the Minnesota, the Minneapolis leadership, the Portland leadership, they have people in all these cities who are command because it's it's a small thing. It's not supposed to be a nationwide thing. You're supposed to take control of your community. It's community-based movement. It's not about changing what they do in Alabama compared to what they do in New York City. It's two different things. Do you you want real change? Make it a nationwide thing then. But you, but but you can't just snap your fingers. It's not one size fits all. You got to start small. It how many? Di- how many? Like- how many different movements are? How many different Black Lives movements are in New York? How many different? You said you watched the documentary. If you can guess, how many different Black Lives movements are in New York alone? Leaders. Yeah, movements, separate movements. How many different separate movements would you say? I know you don't there know. Could, there could there could be a lot. There Make a, a guess. Lot. Make a uh, guess. The documentary I watched had two that they followed. Had two in in uh, New York City. The documentary that I watched, which name escapes me, I'll, I can find it. I'll post a link to it. Uh, I think it was on Netflix. Maybe it was Amazon. There was two different groups that they followed around. Where were they could located? There be more? Where were they located? One was in Queens. And no, no, one was in Harlem and the other one, they were, they had a big rally at Central Park, but I don't know if they were from that area. Okay. Take those two groups that are in a very close area and combine them and find a leader. And then keep doing that as you the go. And then keep doing it as you again. go. But that's my point. That's, well, hey, that's how you I'm do not, it. But that's my point. That's how you do I'll it. I'll be sure. I'll be sure <coughs> to pass your opinion on to the minority community. I can absolutely. Why can't being Scott? Can I ask you a question? You figured it out, Adam. You can I? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a very important Yay! question, Scott? Why is it I can't have an opinion about it? Why can I not you can have your opinion? Exactly. But don't wag your finger at, at people of color and say, as a matter of fact. How am I? How am I wagging my finger? You don't know what it's like. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. Can I? Can born, I? Can I ask you a question, Scott? Born privileged to have white skin. Can I ask you an qu- important question, Scott? Then a second important question. So, me wagging my finger at this movement does that mean that there's only black people in the movement? That there's nobody else in the movement? Apparently, I'm wagging my finger at the minorities. Important. Okay, then. So I'm not I, wagging. So guess what? I guess what I'm not doing. I'm not wagging my finger at a minority group. I'm wagging my finger at a movement that I would like to see organization for, and I'd like to see some cohesion for. 
is what I'm saying. So that so that they so that we can have these movements stop being co-opted by looters, so we can get down to the brass tacks of things. So we can have stop having this debate of Black Lives Matter or looters versus Black Lives Matter protesters, and we can get down to the nitty gritty. That's what I want. <coughs> to go away, you want it to be out of sight, out of mind. Is that it? No, I don't. Why would I want it? Did, is that what okay. I said? I don't know. I was. I don't know. I was asking. I it's that, that's not even anything close to what I said. Okay, I didn't okay. even say that. What well, I, I didn't say you. I was asking. I was no, asking. no. What I said was, I want the when I said I want the nitty gritty of this to be over is I want the debate to stop being that Black Lives Matter are just protesters versus Black Lives Matter are just losers. I want that debate to stop so we can actually start solving some problems. Because that's what's going on right now. You you spend so much time debating with people as to whether they're looters or they're protesters, and that's a big problem. There's too much for you have months to label now. them, huh? Why do people need to be labeled again? What 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 solves this problem? We don't even know. We want the police to stop killing people. That's step number one. But they're still doing it. They need better training. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they need better training, which is something that our boy, to bring it back around, Joe Rogan has said from the beginning. Police aren't trained enough, and they need more training. Your boy. He ain't my boy. I don't even, Your boy. I don't even understand why you started this conversation. Like, you, like what, what do you have against Joe Rogan? I don't get it. I used to like him, but I told you he just doesn't stick to his. No, he doesn't he, stick to his principles. He, it's not that he doesn't stick he to doesn't. his principles. Like, it's because he doesn't argue with people that come on a show the way you like. You would like him to. That's what it is. He's having. How, he's having. Ass, did how far up your ass did he put your dick to have you defend him so so avidly? I, I I'm def, I'm defending him so avidly because I don't understand the hate for him. Is why I don't get it. I can understand if you're just like, oh, I just don't like him. He's a terrible comedian. I don't like. I don't like his thoughts, but. Like, you're saying that he is being a fake person, essentially, by not sticking to his guns. I would argue I listen to a lot more of his podcasts than you do, and I've almost never once heard him, like, say something that was against... Maybe he's changed his mind about things, and he said, like, I, I used to think this, but now I think this. But I've never heard him say, oh, he's, he, he has, from the beginning, said that a universal income is something he's very interested in, and he wants to see implied. He has said that. He's called... I wish I had these facts in front of me. He's been called out before on people, and he goes back to the same excuse. He's like, "Well, I don't remember saying that I was fucked up." Yeah. He uses that excuse all the time. Like, I was drunk or I was high when I said that. You've I never, you've never that. been drunk or high and said some shit you forgot you said. I don't have a podcast that millions and millions of people listen. But he he has a podcast. He has a podcast that millions and millions of people listen to, and every other episode he says people shouldn't listen to me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not smart. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I just like to learn new I things. That's one thing I agree with him about. He's he, but but here's the thing: if people listen to him, he says I should mo- I should moderate the presidential. No, you fucking shouldn't. It's it's Walter a shit show. Cronkite. Well, who should moderate it then? People who are journalists. <laughs> And not MMA comedy. Do you know? Do you know and why? The world and, and, and fear factor celebrities. Do you know why I would like Joe Rogan to moderate it? Because unlike somebody who is in a news source who has to worry about their career and worry about their network canceling them, he can go up there and say, ask him question and stuff like that, and be like, "Well, could you like answer the fucking question and stop bullshitting?" There's a better chance of that shit happening. I've been saying it for years, where I've said that I wish that these debaters, these moderators, would 
ask a question and then hear the political answer that didn't answer the question and then turn to him and be like, okay, well, do you want to actually answer the fucking question now? But they're too afraid to do that because they are part of a network and they have a career and they're worried about losing their job. Joe Rogan doesn't have that. He is his own boss. He doesn't have a network he's worried about canceling him. So he could, I don't know if he would, but it's possible that somebody like him has a better chance of saying like, okay, but like you didn't answer the question. Can you answer the question? You just gave like a political statement. I myself would be a master debater. Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted I want to say before we move on to uh, Chorus of Cinema, we need to uh, address the elephant in the room. We lost another one. 2020 has been brutal, Adam. Absolutely brutal. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. Yeah. She was my favorite. She was my favorite justice. She was old. Do you have a do you have a favorite justice? I don't know the names of any justices. <laughs> well, I know a lot of them and I don't like many of them. Um I like Sonia Sotomayor. She's probably my now favorite now that uh, RBG has died. So, uh I feel really bad. She uh she was almost 90 she years old. She was almost 90. 87, I think? Something like that, yeah. So she yeah, lived, she, uh, It's not like she didn't live a long life. It sucks, but it's not like she didn't live a long life. Oh, I'll tell you what. She couldn't have picked the worst fucking time to kick the bucket, man. I mean, and, and I'm at... I, we, just, we just went on a big political discussion. I don't want to get too much more political in this episode. I think I went but... on a political discussion. You wanted a political rant. So I think that's the difference between us. Kiss my grits. <laughs> Kiss my grits. Typical Joe Rogan supporter. <laughs> anyway. Typical liberal uh, snowflake. All I want to say, say is fuck Mitch McConnell because he is a huge fucking hypocrite. When uh, Anton Scalia died in 2016, he uh, prevented President Obama from filling the vacant seat on the court until after the election and the same thing is happening this year and he's proceeding with it he's such a fucking hypocrite he should definitely lose his election because of this uh yeah it sucks are you familiar with what i'm talking about yeah i'm i'm familiar i i will say my opinion of it is uh obviously he uh was gonna and i'm sorry you you cut out sorry what were you saying? Oh, no, I'm listening to you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you, you cut off for a minute. What I was saying was, yeah, I absolutely... Uh, he's the hypocrite, but, like, what's new? That's that's where we exist with Trump. What's new? Like, nothing we are going to say about him is anything new to the past four years. Like, he's... Ob- we knew he, we knew the second that... You knew the second that you heard Ruth Bader Ginsburg was dead that he this was going to happen. Nothing... It, it didn't matter. Yeah, I, I could go and I can be long-winded about this. Um, no, I know, but, but I'm not going to because we're running short on time. We still got to do course of cinema, so I'm gonna leave it at that. If you guys want to know more, check out my Facebook. I'll let you know about it there. But uh, <laughs> uh, R.I.P. R.B.G. We didn't deserve you. And uh, hey, she got out while the getting was good. Because we're still stuck here in this shit show known as 2020. Yeah. 
All right, I think it's that time, Scott. It is time for coercive cinema. Let's can do it. I'm ready Fucking to go. Do it. Yeah, run a little late on this, but let's do it. Let's do coercive cinema to remind the audience the movies that we chose for each other to watch. I chose for Scott to watch the B found footage horror classic known as Bad Ben. And Scott chose for me the Netflix movie, which I don't think it originated on Netflix, but it was Hail Caesar. No, it's not. Yeah. Hail It's a Coen Caesar. Brothers film. It is, and there's a star-studded cast in this movie. Yeah. All right, it's your turn to go first. Now, listen, I think we went a little long on our, on our Joe Rogan topic, so please don't give us an entire dissertation of the movie. I just want to hear what you thought about it. And some of the important parts, because this movie's all over the fucking place. It kind of is. But I love it, and I, I want to know what you think. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it good, was. Good. It had a star-studded cast. Like everybody was in this movie. Um, what do you, do you know? What year this movie took place? Because I know it was like a long time ago, but believe it's actually not that long ago. Uh, funny thing was, I, we didn't do this on purpose. But the movie you gave me, Bad Ben and Hail Hail Caesar, they both came out in 2016. Oh, there they had were to both be a connection. released the same year, so 2016, four years ago. Okay, uh, but no, like when does this take place? Is what I mean. Oh, the 50s. Yeah, that's that's what I was asking. I asked that. So. Oh. <laughs> I misunderstood. <laughs> Okay, I, I knew it takes place while I just didn't know exactly what year, but I really I kind of enjoy movies that are about making movies. So like I like this, I liked I like the producers, even though it's not the same thing, but it's a movie about producers making a fil- a play or a musical or whatever. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I did not, no. And I probably Oh, you'll love that then. Yeah, and you, I'm gonna be honest with you, there's a chance I might never see it because it's too long. I, you know how there's a director's cut to movies? Can we get a studio cut to that movie? A movie, a move, version of that movie where they cut a bunch of shit out and make it a little shorter. Can we get something like that? Because I know there's going to be minutes and minutes and minutes of footage of people driving without saying anything. And lots of footage of bare feet, on for like women's bare feet. I know there's going to be lots of footage of that. So can we get like a studio cut where we cut all that shit out and maybe cut an hour off that movie? You know? That's what I want. Um, but this movie, like I, like I said, I like movies like that. Get Shorty was another good one. I like that one. <laughs> um, but this two people I saw in this movie who made like little cameo appearances very shortly, which I was really happy to see. One was Robert Trebor, who, Trebor, who played Salmonius in Hercules. Um, do you remember Hercules, the legendary series with Kevin Sorbo? There mm-hmm. was a Greek, like a Greek person who was like a coward guys friends are because he's always a coward and shit like that uh he played that and then robert picardo was in this too robert picardo who yeah. played um the doctor in star trek voyager i was really excited to see those two because i just like them um another one because you probably didn't pick up on this because you're not as big a uh, big of fanboy as i am christopher lambert i did i saw him the, too he, he played the one director and and people, you may remember him from the movie Highlander, where he played uh, Connor McCloud. And he was also Raiden in the Mortal Kombat <laughs> movie, which was pretty fucking awesome. So, yeah, Christopher Lambert, 
made that little cameo, which I loved. I did see Christopher Lambert. It had a grouping of your favorite people, communists. It had a your your favorite people in the entire <laughs> communists. <laughs> oh, communists are my favorite. Apparently, I'm Jesus. Nice political joke. <laughs> um, no, it had a bunch of communists in there. It had Channing Tatum playing a communist as well, a secret communist, essentially. Okay, how great was his dance, though? This is the <laughs> second thing Channing Tatum's ever done that I said I like Channing Tatum in this. The first thing was, um, do you remember the movie This Is the End with Seth Rogen yeah. and, and all and all those people? He when he yes. made the cameo appearance in there, that was hilarious, and I liked that a lot. Dude, he's pretty great. I like Channing Tatum. He's grown on me. He's grown on me. Um, I was really surprised Tilda Swinton played a character who had hair. So that was that yep. was interesting right there. Played two people that had hair. I'm sorry. She played two characters. She was twins. Hair, yeah. Twins, Basil. Twins. twins. <laughs> I mean, this it, it was just a good movie. It was it's basically a movie, but it just I'm not gonna give a full synopsis. But it was a movie that takes place in the 50s about a movie producer who's running this essentially this movie studio, and uh, George Clooney gets kidnapped, and he's got to like find him pay a ransom like and he's got to like deal with all kinds of other movie nonsense while being co-opted by the u.s government i'm assuming to work on the atom bomb or the hydrogen bomb i mean so mm-hmm. it's a it's a weird awesome movie that honestly like there's a lot there's not that much tension in this movie it's not like a movie where there's like like george clooney gets kidnapped but it's almost like a fun kidnapping like, it is. like it's not like it he's is. tied up in like some back room if anything george clooney's be trying to be convinced by the communists to join their side so yeah and he yeah it's I, he almost does <laughs> yeah he, he he is right there about to do it i would say this is a very b plus movie very b maybe even an a minus it's a b plus movie i liked it a lot um but i'm interested Good. scott in hearing what you had to say about bad ben so I wanted to know: Was this you trying to get back at me for giving you the movie Finding Purpose? A oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, okay. Was. Because a... I gave you a I gave you a low budget B movie, and you fired back by giving me a low budget B. Movie. When I was watching Finding Purpose, I got the feeling that I was watching Bad Ben again. I okay. I had that same. I was like, I was watching. I was like, this feels like a movie I've seen before. What is it? And I was like, oh wait a minute, it feels like that movie. So. That's so kind of the entire <laughs> movie of Bad Ben, for those people who don't know, and actually, there's a story I want to tell about this because I almost didn't watch this movie. <clears throat> That's right. Because you had told me on the last episode that it's on Amazon Prime Video. It was. So I said, I said, okay, that's cool. So I pulled up my Prime Video and I searched for Bad Ben, and there it was, popped right up. And you could, and there was like you know there's little options how to play it. Yeah. It says add add to watch list, play trailer, or where it normally says play, it says this title is currently unavailable. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Neither have so I. Like, and I didn't see it when I looked it up the first time when I told you to watch it either. So. Well, I was like, oh shit! How am I supposed to watch this? So I did some digging and I went to my. I love Roku, by the way. I have a Roku stick and I have a smart TV. So I did my search on Roku, and there was, like, different ways you could watch it, but it was all, like, costing money. And then there was one way that said free. I'm like, oh, I like free. But it required me to download the free 
Bad Ben app. <laughs> That's right, Adam. There's a Bad Ben app. That is so, amazing, kind of. I downloaded the app just to watch this movie. Did you know there's 10 Bad Ben movies? I do now, yeah. There's 10. That's there's an 10. insane amount of... You know what? They're cheap movies to make, but that's an insane amount of movies. The The first movie, which is the one that I watched, came out in 2016. Uh, the newest one came out in 2020, just recently. It was called Bad Ben 10, Bad Ben Pandemic. And the whole movie, I guess, is on a Zoom call. <laughs> that's but I don't very. I, that's yeah, clever. I, that's clever. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's pretty clever. So uh, yeah. So at any rate, um, yeah, the fact that they pumped out ten movies in four years is fucking impressive. But it doesn't cost much to do this movie. Uh, like you said, it's a found footage, and I think each movie is probably different. I've only seen the first one, but uh, the first movie. It's closed circuit security cameras yeah. in a house. Yeah. So a little bit of like a paranormal activity feel to it. But there's just one guy in the fucking movie. And this guy's like the writer, director, star, producer, does everything. Uh, he's an old, fat, bald, white guy who's <laughs> the whole movie is walk around in his underwear. So there's that too, but uh, it's just it's just like a haunted house film, and there's some mystery surrounding the the previous family. This guy just bought the house, and and weird things start happening. And let me tell you, this fucking guy, he has zero chill, zero fucking like <laughs> a fucking ghost. A fucking ghost comes into his bedroom and fucking poltergeists him literally beats the shit out of him it's caught on camera i'd be like i'd be out of there i'd be fucking gone i'd be like see you later devil i'm out. you can keep the motherfucking house this guy is like asking to be murdered like in so many ways and it's just it's just bonkers like he finds like occult artifacts in the house mm -hmm. just there's so much fucked up shit going on that a normal human being would just peace out of there. This guy's like, he comes back for more every time. He's asking. He's asking to be killed by these ghosts. Scott, just wait till we watch the sequels. Do I have to? Well, don't, don't, don't answer that yet. That's at the end. I, you know but, what? Um, I'll be, you know, you, you might be saved because I think I only ever saw the second one. So I didn't see any of the ones after okay. that. Okay. Well, um,. I did not care for the movie. I thought it was a clever idea using the closed circuit TVs, but I had already seen this whole idea with paranormal activity. It's not a good so, movie. No, it's it's really not a good no. movie. So it wasn't a good movie. Um, Would you say it was a waste of your time? No, I enjoy watching films, even the bad ones. So then I haven't done my job. So you okay? You want me to waste my time? Okay. See how it is. I I agree. It was it's a very bad movie. It's it's not it's not one of my favorites. I'll say that. So okay. Well, I bet all of our listeners like nobody has seen it, so they don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and don't worry, everyone, you don't have to watch it. Yeah, that's why I wasn't so concerned about um you finding it on your Roku app. I was like, well, 
if the listeners want to really watch it, they'll find a way. So, gonna delete the Bad Ben app just yet because if you make me watch Bad Ben two down the road, <laughs> I need to have it. So we'll see if that comes up on Course of Cinema down the road. Hey, maybe it'll be the same week I make you watch Finding Purpose too. Yeah, maybe and we can just cool. Yeah, and we'll just do that to each other. Okay. Maybe. But it's time to pick our movies for next week, Scott. Okay, I'm excited. Scott, I'm gonna. I'll go first. The movie that I want you to watch, and I've looked it up now. I looked at it before, and I looked it up just now. It is on Netflix that you can watch okay. it. Um, you actually hang on one second. I'm on my I'm on my VPN, and I realize now that I was connected to Canada. So let me double check and restart my Netflix and make sure that it is in the United States. Um, I love my VPN. It's great. I'm not going to tell you what it is because they don't sponsor the show, but I love it. So I'm going to look it up real quick. Confirm that it is actually on. It is on American Netflix. Okay. The movie that I have for you, Scott, is Kung Fu Hustle. Mm. I actually love this I movie. I love this movie a lot. Um unfortunately i love kung fu movies it's like a comedy kung fu almost it's like a it's a goofy kung fu movie but it's really good i like it a lot unfortunately on netflix um it's not an english dub you're gonna have to read the subtitles it's in like french and like all different other languages like german and stuff like that and cantonese but it's not in english despite the fact there is an english version that exists out there so um But yeah, you, I think you'll actually enjoy this one. I liked it a lot. Okay. I will check that out. So for you, my good man, um, you do, before I, you do have Disney Plus, correct? I do have Disney Plus. I have access to a okay. Disney Plus. Okay. So you, my friend, are going to watch Hamilton. Really? Yes, you are. Because I think you'll really like it. Because I know... You are such a fan of musicals. You've talked about it on the show before. And this is the musical. The whole world is talking about how fucking great Hamilton is. And you're and you, we were talking about it the one day, and I'm like, yeah, you should watch Hamilton. You're like, yeah, I probably like it, but I won't. Okay. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't going to watch it, honestly, even though I heard it's amazing. I wasn't going to watch it because I was like, eh, Hamilton. I don't really care about him. So so it's it's historical, so you're going to learn a little bit about your history. And it's also a musical, which you like musicals. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's a genius in it. He wrote, directed, starred in this. Um, I really liked it. I I. I liked it more than i thought i would going into it so okay well i, I hope i, like I can't it too. wait for you i can't wait for you to watch it i can't wait for you to watch kung fu hustle i really can't hey, so that'll be next week i love it i love it if you guys want to give us suggestions for coercive cinema that we can look at and see if we can use them email us for distraction at gmail.com we're on facebook and twitter search for distraction at podcast fyd 
We are on probably all of your podcast playing apps, SoundCloud, iTunes. We're on every stinking one. Yeah, we're on a number of them. We're on Spotify and we are on Google Play. For those two, you have to search podcast FYD. Everything else, search for your distraction. Rate us, comment on us, like our shows, rate or give us, share us with your friends. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. And the reviews and the ratings actually do help us. The more you give us, the more it tells the algorithm, hey, these guys are really getting some hits. So let's, you know, maybe suggest it to other people. That's how we grow. We are a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial help for the Be Real Network. I do believe... And I haven't actually checked in a hot minute, but I do believe they still upload the audio to those episodes on YouTube. So if you're ever on there and you want to check it out, yeah, you can uh, listen to us on there. We, as you heard at the beginning of the show, still a member of the Electronic Media Collective. Head over to electronicmediacollective.com and listen to us and many other great shows on there. Scott, good show. Yeah, yeah I want to get I want to get some views. I want to have more fans than joe rogan because i I feel like that's why i feel like you hate listen to joe rogan that's what you do it's like not like hate watching but you hate listen to him as in like you go on there and you flip through and you find the particular episodes that you know you're gonna hate like you say oh i know this person he's a right-wing piece of shit i'm gonna listen to some so i can hate it i feel like that's what you do funny because i absolutely i don't really do that to joe rogan but I do that so much. Like, I'll listen to AM talk radio. I'll, I'll listen to, like, motherfucking Rush Limbaugh. And I will hate listen to that fat piece of shit. <laughs> That's not healthy, man. That'll, that'll give you an ulcer or something. 